The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The Gear Shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen highlighter or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is, the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So, the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Dorian Young, and the name of this podcast, and that's the T Surreal, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood-branded merch. But listen to the show first. everyone welcome to the and that's the tea surreal podcast i'm your host dorian rosemarin and with me today i have rachel shaw me hi hello (laughs) (laughs) today we'll be exploring the resurgence of the hunger games fandom and the dystopian genre as a whole so without further ado welcome to the show from goodreads in the ruins of a place known as north america lies the nation of panem A shining capital surrounded by 12 outlying districts, the capital is harsh and cruel and keeps the districts in line by forcing them all to send one boy and one girl between the ages of 12 and 18 to participate in the annual Hunger Games, a fight to the death on live TV. 16-year-old Katniss Everdeen, who lives alone with her mother and younger sister, regards it as a death sentence when she steps forward to take her sister's place in the games. But Katniss has been close to dead before, and survival for her is a second nature. Without really meaning to, she becomes a contender, but if she is to win, she will have to start making choices that weigh survival against humanity and life against love. Dystopian fiction is a genre involving imaginary places in which there is great suffering or injustice within a society. Well, that's depressing. Yeah, for real. (laughs) All right, so Rachel, when did you first encounter The Hunger Games, and what were your original thoughts on either, like, the first book or just the series as a whole? Mm, Yeah, so I would say the first time that I encountered it was probably when it came out. It was around, like, fourth grade for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, wasn't that the same year for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, like, around then when it came out. Um, And I remember everyone talking about the movies. I don't know that I remember the books as much, Mm -hmm. because I don't know what years those came out, but I definitely know when people started talking about the movies, Mm -hmm. especially because they were into... um, Peta, what's his name? Jo- oh, Josh. Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people loved him, mm-hmm. so that was 
definitely the first time I had really um, encountered it. I thought it was really cool though. I don't know that I watched the movies when they first came out, but a little bit after, and I know I saw Catching Fire whenever it was in theaters, but I always thought they're really cool. Um, I don't think I read the books until much later though, mm-hmm. after I saw the first two movies, so. Yeah, I was kind of the same. I, I remember when it came out too, when we were in middle school, and I know my sister and I saw it. We didn't see it in theaters though, and then... I think I read the books before the next movie came out, but then I didn't see Catching Fire in theaters. I saw Mockingjay Part 1 and 2 in theaters. Mm. Actually, I don't even think I finished Mockingjay, the book. I don't think I did Yeah, I, like, started it, and I was like, this is depressing, so then I didn't want to read it anymore. Well, you know what's weird? I, for so long, thought that I saw the Mockingjay movies, but I didn't until I put them on Netflix recently. Oh, and I oop. <laughs> there are two scenes from, I think, part two that I definitely have seen, so it's possible that I saw that somewhere, but only remember parts of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure, but are we doing spoilers in here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can spoil so, yeah, all okay. much. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but like, no, you're good. she has the arrow and she like shoots up and she shoots the lady instead of snow. Yes. That part I remember, and then I remember the very end when they're like in the field. Um, oh yeah with with the the little kids kids. Mm -hmm. so I remember those clearly but the rest of the other two movies no recollection of and I didn't know until they posted them on Netflix and I was like oh I'll watch these again and I was like whole other second part to it Mm -hmm. I didn't know about yeah I don't think I remember the last two movies very well Mm -hmm. but I know those two scenes are probably really popular I think they're really popular on TikTok so I I see them a lot they've been on the internet so it's possible I also just saw that. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched all four of them, I think, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, these are actually, like, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was yeah. when I watched them. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch, rewatch the first one because I know I've seen that one a million times. So I didn't need to. But the mm-hmm. later ones I wanted to watch because I was like, I don't really remember them. But, yeah, um, I think they get, like, progressively better yeah. as they go, which is really yeah. nice for films. But... I don't know. There's, like, stuff in the books that I wish they had put in the movies. Yeah. But overall, I think they did a good job of adapting it. I think they stuck it. to it as much as they could, mm-hmm. which isn't always the case with those types of things. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did really well with them, though. And mm-hmm. they're, I think they're going to become a comfort movie for me, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> no, it's like, you What's your comfort movie? <laughs> the Hunger <laughs> Games. <laughs> Was The Hunger Games the first dystopian book you'd ever read before or like first movie you'd ever seen or was there something else? Um, it's kind of hard to re- remember like, mm-hmm. which one was first. I would say because a lot of them were coming out at the same time. Yeah. Um, it probably was one of the first ones, at least the distinct ones that I can remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's... I don't know if this really counts as dystopia, but, like, spy movies and, like, weird... Like, that's more sci-fi-ish, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's, like, sometimes the lines get blurred. But as far as, like, distinctly dystopian, mm-hmm. that's probably the first one. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like in my head it was Hunger Games, then Divergent, yeah. then Maze Runner. Yeah, but there was a lot of overlap. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. I'm trying to think of any others. I feel like those are the the holy trinity, <laughs> the main three. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. What about the dystopia genre, like, appeals to you? Or what doesn't? What mm-hmm. kind of interests you or disinterests you? Um, I would say, like, especially with the ones that you just mentioned, there's a whole aspect of, like, people, like, fighting the government. Which, yeah. Which, like, sounds really terrifying, but honestly, I think movies and books like that are a big reason why our generation is the way way that we are especially when it comes to like 
different like social movements and things mm-hmm. like that, I don't know that we would be as cutthroat and motivated if it weren't for like that media mm-hmm. that we we're exposed to. Yeah, um, that's very true. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just kind of like empowering almost. Like even like when I was a kid, like reading them and watching them or whatever, like it kind of I don't know. It's a fun reality to get into. Um, and then also like when I was rewatching them, I thought a lot like, Oh yeah, reality is scary, but like at least it's not this. Which is oh, why I yeah. think it's like a comfort movie for me. Because mm-hmm. it's like I know how the movie ends, so I know it's gonna be okay, but also it reminds me that I'm not in that universe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not fighting to the death. It's also kind of scary that um, that could maybe happen or something similar. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> I was going to say, I think what appeals to me the most is the risk involved. Yeah. Because if you think about it, it's like everything is on the line. I feel like not with really. other genres, it's one thing or the other or just a couple things. But I think with dystopia in general, it's like literally everything. Yeah. Your family, yourself, your friends, the world. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they create the world building in them is crazy because mm-hmm. they just have so much like history with like um, I don't know how the government got to the point that it's at and stuff and it's just like literally like the fragments of their society are collapsing yeah um, which is crazy and you don't really see that in other stuff mm-hmm. except yeah. for real life yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it you that I was talking to that there's a fan fiction it might have been my sister actually but there's a fan fiction that goes through every year of the Hunger Games. Ooh. Leading up to the one that, like, Katniss and Peter are in. Really? Yeah, and it's somewhere out there. And then it includes, like, the tributes that are in Catching Fire that, like, won in previous years and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, full out, like... Oh, that's interesting. With, like, like, lore and stuff. And I kind of want to read it. I think it was my sister who was telling me about that. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that sounds really interesting. That's something I would definitely want to read. Mm-hmm. I feel like when The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes came out, I just was really disinterested because it was about snow. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like... But I want to learn about other stuff. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like, the first Hunger Games ever or something like that. Yeah, I just, I wasn't a big fan of being in the mind of a Snow, but also a character we've already met. Yeah. And even if it was, like, Finnick or someone, I'd be okay. But I just think because I hate Snow so much, (laughs) like, I would just not be super into it, I guess. Well, he's a weird character. Like... Mm Mm-hmm. There are so many times throughout the movies, especially, where I feel like they're trying to get you to like him. Yeah. And I don't know. The way I feel about him is just, like, very conflicting. So I'm kind of interested to see, like, what it's even about, really, because I don't know much of the plot aside from that it's Me neither. But I feel like that would probably explain a lot of the weirdness of his character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll read it over the summer. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to read it before the movie comes out. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That looks really good, though. It does. I've seen behind the scenes. I know. Yes. When I found out she was starring in it, I was so happy. No, oh, she's awesome. She keeps getting like blockbuster after blockbuster, and it makes mm-hmm. me so happy because I watched her YouTube when she had like eight thousand subscribers. Really? Yeah. Like it was just her posting like singing videos and stuff, and this before she like booked anything. I want to say that was like early high school when I first found her, but I didn't even know she had a YouTube. Yeah. I just remember the first I heard of her was obviously in West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And then I 
knew that she had gone to like an open audition and that's how she booked it which I think is awesome and good for her but that was like the first I'd ever heard of her so that's really cool yeah no I've known of her for a very long time and one time I actually DM'd her and this is so stupid but I was like 14 at the time so whatever but I was like oh my god our names are both Rachel and she like liked whatever I said and I was like I have that proof like back from whatever so that's so cute I love it you're you're winning (laughs) crazy (laughs) okay so going off of that then Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on the resurgence of the hunger games fandom Ooh, i think since it's like our generation that kind of grew up with it and was like we were super into it as kids and going into early adolescence i Mm -hmm. think it makes sense because a lot of us are getting into like our early 20s and I saw something on the internet. It's like, your 20s are literally just you remembering everything you liked when you were a preteen and finding out that it's actually cool and also very good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true. Mm -hmm. So I think it makes sense that it's kind of like coming back. But I also am a little, not worried, but like aware of the fact that they're also just trying to make more money. Yes, yeah. Which like, it's a very delicate line of like expanding that universe and then like getting to the point where it's like, with Harry Potter, like, Cursed Child. Like, no one accepts that as canon. Because mm-hmm. it's awful, despite the fact that J.K. Rowling, like, actually, like, worked on it somewhat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping it doesn't get to that point, but I am excited to see more of that universe, especially because I feel like there's so much more there that they can unpack. Mm-hmm. Like, enough for someone to make a whole fan fiction of, like, 75 years prior to the story that we see. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, I feel like at this point, that's happening with a lot of our favorite things like I was gonna bring up Harry Potter first of all what the fuck yeah literally what the fuck (laughs) making a tv show it doesn't make any and it's based off of literally they're doing the same story why what is the purpose I can understand from a marketing perspective why they might because a they know they have the market for it but also like other industries have done that. Star Wars has done it. Marvel has done it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, Star Wars, maybe not as much, but like, Marvel definitely has. They have gone through three Spider Mans. Yeah. And yeah, they're but. They're kind of mm-hmm. different, but like, I think it's gonna be a similar thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just, I feel like they're just wasting so much opportunity no, and potential. They, like, why can't we have a Marauder show? That is what I want. Why can't we have a Marauder show? Or why? Like, the yeah. Founding- Oh, the yeah. Fathers. The Founding Fathers. <laughs> we. No, the Founding the Founders. The Founders, yeah. <laughs> the Founding Fathers. Anyways. Close enough. But yeah, like. British, Britain's version. Of... Or like, I haven't watched all the Fantastic Beast movies, but I think even like the American school. Yeah, Ilver Morning. Like, mm-hmm. Any of that. Like. Mm-hmm. They don't need to redo, like, an eight-movie franchise. I agree. Like, And it's so fresh, too. The last yeah. movie came out, I think, like, ten years ago, last year or something. Yeah, something like that. It doesn't make any sense. Obviously, with Marvel, same thing. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for them, I think it's backfiring at this point. Yeah. And Star Wars, I think, has done it pretty well. The difference between Marvel and Star Wars is... With Marvel now, you literally have to watch everything to understand it's, what yeah. is going on. No, that's with, why I haven't seen many of them. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I stopped. Watch over seventy hours of content to understand what's happening in one movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I stopped, and then it's like with Star Wars, there's some crossover, but you can still you can get gather list. what's going on in other series without having to watch all of them. Yeah, for sure. And then the other thing I was going to talk about was uh, Lord of the Rings because mm-hmm. they're trying to make more films Are i think, really? I don't think warner I brothers that. announced that they're gonna work on more films okay. i don't think that's really necessary <laughs> i just <laughs> saw <right>. some... <laughs> i don't really think that's necessary 
Well, I just saw the other day a posting of an article that was something like uh, Lord of the Rings is the only franchise that's still going really strong over 20 years later because Mm. those films I think are like 20 going on 24 25 years old and like still they are beloved by so many people and I don't know I just I think it's yeah a combination of money market and a little bit of exploitation (laughs) but also (laughs) it's it it feels extremely unnecessary it really does at least right now yeah I don't know going back to the hungry (laughs) (laughs) I feel like one day I just kind of woke up and went on TikTok yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. all my TikTok feed is Hunger Games now. This is interesting, mm-hmm. which is fine, but yeah. I was just kind of confused, but also nostalgic. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, don't mind it at all, honestly. Yeah, and I wasn't even like someone who was like super obsessed with the Hunger Games. Like, no, I would say me my neither. main things were like Harry Potter, Doctor Who, and like some other stuff, but like I did like them a lot, but watching it, I was surprised how like emotional like yeah nostalgic and like whatever but yeah I was like I wasn't that into them to be like feeling this way but Mm -hmm. yeah but it is weird like seeing it come back so strongly Mm -hmm. I love it kind of I do too I'm here for it I'm very here for it I think it's all just promotion for the new movie coming out though and I don't think there's anything incidental about it Mm -mm -mm. yeah they probably all those minions probably got on tiktok (laughs) and we're like all right, it's crack our knuckles. It's time to get this show on the road. Yeah, well, I think they also, because they posted them on Netflix for, like, a month, which oh, is not yeah. normal. Yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. will usually, like, cycle through stuff. I don't know. This is just an estimate, but, like, they'll take stuff off after being up for three to four months minimum. Mm-hmm. But, like, for them only to be on for, like, a month, like, that's definitely to get yeah people buzzing about it again. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so since we already talked about the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Mm -hmm. we can move on to segments. So the first segment is, did you know? Oh, God. So did you know that the first Hunger Games book is 15 years old this year? Really? Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on, because I just turned 21, so that's, I was five when it came out? I think, yeah, 2008, I want to say. Whoa. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they were that old. Honestly, I didn't either, but I don't know. I guess kind of thinking back while reading them, like the way they were written and the writing style mm-hmm. is kind of, it's like a lot, not a lot, but a little bit different than how, mm-hmm. I guess, like Divergent yeah. was written. I don't know. But yeah, I did not realize that we were that young when, when the book was published. Yeah. I want to reread them because- Me too. Honestly, I've read, or reread, I should say, the Divergent books a couple times. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have for The Hungry Games. Maybe reread once, but yeah. it's been years. So I kind of would be interested to do that again and see like how I feel about it. And they're so short, too. It yeah, probably wouldn't even take that it. long. Especially oh, yeah. when you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you know that the first Hunger Games movie is 11 years old this year? That I'm not surprised by. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, because... Yeah, I would have been 10. That's about fourth grade. That's age. true. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I didn't, I would have guessed probably something around that, but. Yeah, yeah. I would have guessed like 10 ish, yeah. which this is 10, but yeah. ish. But did you know that reality television and the war in Iraq and Suzanne Collins' father, who fought in Vietnam, all inspired the idea of the <gasps> Hunger Games? Hold on. <laughs> 
back. Okay. <laughs> so we've got reality television. Got it. Then we've got the war in Iraq. Okay. Plus Suzanne Collins' father who fought in Vietnam. Okay. Equals <laughs> the Hunger Games, roughly. <laughs> You're telling me <laughs> that Nam and Kim Kardashian are the inspiration <laughs> for this franchise. Yes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense, though. Yeah, I think where I read it said that Suzanne Collins was flipping back and forth between reality television and, like, the news. And, and, like, that, the video coverage of Iraq was playing. And so then she was like, huh. (laughs) She got the mix. Yeah, I get, I don't know. And then. This would be a great book for children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, I guess, like, stories of her father at war. But. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. It makes sense in a, in a way, but I was kind of taken aback. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Get inspiration from everything, I yeah. guess. Whatever floats your boat. That is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, did you know <laughs> that The Hunger Games which was originally supposed to be a standalone? That makes sense, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like, the first movie I've seen so many times. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because in my mind it makes sense as an independent thing. But I didn't know it was originally supposed to be that. I wonder why she, like, chose to expand it. She, what I read was that she after she finished the first book which i think is kind of written as a standalone yeah. she realized after the fact that katniss would be punished for trying to eat the berries yeah and so that's why it became a trilogy that is true because they do kind of leave it on like a i don't know like an unfinished note a mm-hmm. little bit like enough for it to make sense yeah it's like kind of closed but also yeah. open to interpretation oh for sure unless there were other books which can you imagine like that universe and then she eats the berries and whatever and then like like no consequences that wouldn't make sense yeah especially with how like weird their government is i always wonder what would have happened if they both had eaten the berries i just think the whole nation would yeah. just like implode no for sure because then they wouldn't have a victor and like i feel like that would make the districts not want us i mean obviously they don't want to send people the entire time but i feel like they'd be like none of our people are surviving yeah at this point you're literally killing everyone Mm -hmm. but that's true i didn't think about that i always wonder all right the next section is sorry the next segment is section section. (laughs) if you could so if you could live in any dystopian society which would you choose Mm -hmm. so if you were like living in that world before all those events took place which one yeah Diverge. I agree. What faction do you think you would be in? Uh, Dauntless. Really? <laughs> what do you think? For you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I hadn't really thought of it before, but I feel like... Maybe Amity. I feel like I would want to be Dauntless, but I know that I also wouldn't go through with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just because like, it is so like hardcore. I think I would go through with it only out of spite. Mm-hmm. Spite is that a good sense. motivator. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't know. I've just never heard anyone I can be see like, you I as like Ariadite. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I could that it. one or Amity. Or, the two or yeah, or Amity, for sure. I think I would be born in Iridite and then go to Amity. Ooh, okay. That's mm-hmm. what I think would be me if I were in that universe. I think I would be born Dauntless, but I don't know. I would either pick Dauntless or I would like be like, sorry. <laughs> gotta go. Bye. Peace like out. out yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> This is if you could. It's more like if you had to. If you could live in the Hunger Games, which district would you live in? I can't remember all of them. Let me pull it up really quickly. I know, obviously, 12 is like mining. We've got District 1, Luxury, 
Two is masonry. Three is technology. Four is fishing. Ooh, fun. Five is power. Six is transportation. Seven is lumber. Eight is textiles. Nine is grain. Ten is livestock. Eleven is agriculture. Twelve is mining. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. I don't like dream about labor. <laughs> so, like, none of these are like super calling my name. Mm-hmm. I mean, luxury would probably be pretty easy. And also, like I said, those are like the closest to the capital as far as like living circumstances, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Um, so I would say probably either that or I think transportation could also be fun, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Or agriculture. I was gonna say agriculture for you, maybe. I think that would be fun. I want to work on a lavender farm. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be yeah. cool. What about you? I would say either masonry or power slash technology. Fun times. Not really, but yeah, it was like they the really thought that counts. Because like at least in Divergent, the factions are like they're based more off of like values than like what type of work you do. Mm-hmm. Although there's like a bit of overlap, but like, yeah, it's more about like what type of person you want to be yeah like what Mm -hmm. is important to you and stuff and also you can't switch districts either i don't think yeah i don't i don't think that's a thing thing either like it's definitely not like which is kind of stupid yeah like you can't like move because your cousins or what if you want to like move up in the social ladder you know i guess you would probably like have to marry someone in the capital to do that but how are you supposed to do that because no one goes there yeah you would have to you would literally have to be in like one of the first two or three districts yeah Hmm. Or get in the Hunger Games and then become a victor. Now, if you had to slash could live in the <laughs> Hunger Games, what weapon would you choose to compete? Okay, well, if we're talking, like, realistically, I would probably just be hiding the whole time. But, like... Fair. If I could, like, master mm-hmm. one and, like, use it proficiently, probably what Katniss has, because I think archery's so fucking cool. Yeah. And it's, like, you don't have to get close to anyone, That's really. true. Yeah, but I always thought, I think there's, like, a reason they gave for that, because it's, like, a cool weapon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I would say probably that. Yeah. How about you? I think I would either do a spear or one or two short swords. Mm-hmm. But probably a spear, because then I could, like, hit people with it. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and not have to, like, get super close. But... Yeah, I know. Sure. Or throw it. I could throw it. That's true. Or I could get a gun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Yeah, it would make it too easy, though. It would, mm-hmm. but, like, I thought about the, the last time I went through them, because I was like, you know, in our wars and stuff, we have guns, but in theirs, they don't. Yeah, because only, I guess, the capital, really, or, awesome. like, you know, the peacekeepers have them. All right, last segment is would you rather slash who'd you rather? So. <laughs> is this, like, fuck, Mary kill? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just always want people to think that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Would you rather be reaped or volunteer for the Hunger Games? Would you rather go in the Hunger Games and die or go in the Hunger Games and die? <laughs> is what I just heard. Which um, way would you rather go in the Hunger Games and die? I mean, like, to be honest, I don't think I would volunteer. If I knew those were my two options, I probably would volunteer because then, like, you'll get, like, sympathy sponsors and stuff. Ooh, true. Which is, Ooh. like, what works with Katniss. Like, mm-hmm. she got a lot of, like, help from other districts. Well... A, because they could tell she was, like, leading a rebellion. But also because, like, oh, she has a sister that she's taking mm. care of or Yeah. If it were Greta, I'd volunteer. Yeah. But also maybe just volunteer so I could feel better about myself. 
<laughs> and also play that sympathy card. <laughs> no, because it's like strategy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So would you rather go solo or form alliances in the games? Oh my god, that's so hard. And I thought about this a lot watching the first one, especially because like knowing that you're building alliances with people and if you make it to the end, you're going to have to kill each other. Oh my god, that literally makes my heart like mm-hmm. want to throw up um, thinking about that. I probably want to do something similar to what Katniss and Peter did, where they're like, they're only alliances each other type thing. Mm-hmm. Or like, they have that alliance and then they branch out a little bit, but also they know at the end of the day, like, that is their only alliance. Yeah, that's Which I true. think is common with the districts. Um, it's like a exclusive relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can only exclusively have an alliance with each other. Yeah. And if I find out otherwise, we're done. <laughs> well, not even that, but like, you know, at the end of the day, like, that is your main alliance yeah and all other ones are only by extension of that main alliance oh yeah that's true Mm -hmm. bro i would get so many trust issues (laughs) (laughs) trauma saying that talking about this reality is so bizarre but like um because they're not even trust issues they're like oh my god this person's gonna fucking yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah like i if I were in, like, District 1 or 2 and I had an alliance with, like, six people, I could not handle that. Yeah. I would lose my shit if it was just, like, one other person and, like, a small mm-hmm. thing. I could handle that. But also, your only alliance is yourself. Oh, yeah. Either kill yourself or get killed. Oh. Be. <laughs> Eat or be eaten. Yeah. I would fly solo only if I wasn't in one of the first couple of districts. And, like, kind Mm -hmm. of have to make alliances because I feel like that's just what they do. Yeah. But also, if I did have to make alliances, I would, like, form as many alliances as possible, get them all in one place. And then then sabotage them. Oh, my God. I don't know that I could pull that off, Or I would turn them all on each other. Let them do the dirty work. That's a lot of, like, mind games to play. You're not going to have much time to gaslight. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm pretty good at it. I, I took gaslighting at 302. Oh my God. <laughs> this is actually uh, the senior seminar in gaslighting, gaslighting 470, just oh so you know. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know that I could pull off like a big uh, booby trap like that, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fun. <laughs> Who would you rather form an alliance with, Katniss or Finnick? Katniss. Really? I was going to say Finnick. Why? He can handle himself very, very well. But so can Katniss. And also, Mm. she, like, actually has a heart. Yeah, but then she'd be, like, all worried about PETA. I'd be like, girl, you don't need no man. (laughs) Okay, but also, if I'm in the arena with Katniss, I feel like she and I would be homies. I feel like Finnick and I would be homies. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I think... Bond over our shared love of sugar cubes. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly... I don't know that I could hold off from killing him in his sleep. Um, <laughs> and that would not do great Good things point. for my reputation. Good point. So, um, so then no one would want an alliance with me if he were to die. True. By my hands. Um, True. And I also, I think I would feel better about, like, if it got down to it being me and Katniss than me and Finnick. Because I know he would kill me. Katniss, I think we would have more of a okay who is it going to be? Yeah, that's like, true. Like, I think we would be able to actually have a conversation and be like, we're going to have a real conversation <laughs> about which one of us is going to die. No, but, like, <laughs> I think we would be able to, like, look at our yeah. and be like, I don't think she would just, like, literally turn around and stab me, you know? Because she didn't mm-hmm. do that with PETA. So mm-hmm. I would trust her way more than I would trust Finnick. Yeah. And also, she doesn't annoy the shit out of me. 
Sorry. Oh, <laughs> you really don't like Finnick. I don't hate him, but I do find his attitude really fucking unaware of the room that he's in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very just not on the same wavelength yeah. as everyone else. And also he kind of thinks he's the shit. And yeah. I'm mad about that. I'd be like, I'll show you who's the shit. <laughs> whoop <Whoop-at>! <laughs> whoop Who's the leader here? Me. Who'd you rather be your stylist? Cinna! <laughs> okay, I was going to say Cinna or Effie. <laughs> no, not Effie. Yeah, I like, no. love her, but, like, not for me. I feel like oh, Cinna, yeah. like, he knows how to enhance what you already are. Effie True. would just be like, we're going to shower you in glitter. hmm Yeah. And also Cinna's a badass, so. Cinna is a badass. R.I.P. I, I know. All right, who do you rather have to fight one-on-one? Oh, my God. Kato or Clove? Bro, I have such a crush on her. Oh, and I, okay, I... Kato or Clove? <laughs> oh, my God, no, like, I am not even joking. I looked up the actress. Like, trying has to, she like, been in anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. If she has, it's not, like, big projects. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Ooh. she's so... I know she would kill me, but also I would be kind of into it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you can kill me, but it's it's kind of hot. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so probably her, because if I'm going to go, I don't want it to be at the hands of a man, so <laughs> I don't want it to be her. Respect. I would just say Kato only because I think I would be able to win because he likes to talk oh, a true. lot. I didn't think about that. And I would just, like, talk him up. Yeah. And then somehow figure out a way to kill him. Like, so what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? <laughs> Kacha! Kacha, take that! <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to die at the hands of Clove. That would be a good way to go. <laughs> that that would be a good considered. way to go. Yeah. At the end of every episode, I give a book recommendation Mm. based off of what we've talked about. And I tried so hard to find a book recommendation for this episode, but I could not. The only things I could think of were like Divergent and Maze Runner, but they're already so popular. Do you have any suggestions? Because Um, I don't really read dystopia that much, so I'm not. I don't either, but I kind of want to. Yeah, I want to get back into it now. Honestly, maybe just like the spinoff. Book. Oh, yeah. I would say probably that because I feel like not a lot of people have read it. There's a movie mm-hmm. coming out about it. Yeah. Um, what better time to do it? For real. Because mm-hmm. I'm probably going to read it over the summer at some point. So. Yeah. I think yeah. that'd be a good idea. Have a little book club moment. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the And That's the Tea Serial podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Dorian Rosemarin. And Rachel Shaw. Tune in next time for your next pot of tea and all the bookish goodness. <laughs>